south-east of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio. 107.9 FM. Your voice, your music, your station. Telling your story with Joy Mitchell. Don't want to be a teacher's pet. The teacher's pet won't do. And just want to get close as I can get. Pretty baby, do you? I may never get a teacher's praise. I'm a lucky to pass. I'm a lucky to pass. But long as you rate my kids, sweeties. I'm at the head of the class. I'm at the head of the class. Oh, when I walk with the chalk to the black whack ball, the kids all chuckle with delight. Instead of scribbling down my homework, well, here's what I write. Well, here's what I write. And don't want to be a teacher's pet. Oh, no. A teacher's pet won't do. A teacher's pet won't do. I just want to get close as I can get. Pretty baby, do you? Pretty baby, do you? Don't wanna be teacher's pet. Oh no, no. Teacher's pet won't do. Teacher's pet won't do. Just wanna get close as I can get. I can get. Mm-hmm. Pretty baby, do you? Pretty baby, do you? Then never get teacher's praise. Oh no, no. I'm a lucky to pass. See, I'm lucky to pass. But long as you read my kiss straight A's. Straight A's. Mm-hmm. I'm at the head of the class. I'm at the head of the class. When I walk with the chalk to the black whack board, the kids all chuckle with delight. Instead of scribbling down my homework, well, here's what I write. Here's what I write. I wanna be a teacher's pet. The teacher's pet won't do. I just wanna get close as I can get. Pretty baby, do you? I just wanna get close as I can get. Pretty baby, do you? Pretty baby to you Pretty, pretty little girl Good afternoon and welcome to Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio How are you? I hope you're well and enjoying the slight rise in temperatures this past week Telling us that spring will be with us before we know it Can't come too soon for me (laughs) And with it, hopefully, better mental health for us all Well, stay tuned with me, Joy Mitchell, for an hour of good community radio, exploring our usual topics related to mental health. There is a wee bit of a theme with the music um, (laughs) this week, as usual. See if you can figure it out from that first track, uh, Frankie Avalon, Teacher's Pet, and this one, Super Tramp with School. Jump! 
Well, the astute amongst you there will realise that wasn't Super Tramp at all. It was Jethro Tull with Teacher. Have you figured out the, the theme yet? Well, Children's Mental Health Week 2024 finished last Sunday. And saw lots of mental health focus activities in schools and across the community from the 4th to 11th of February, as it does every year. I do quite a lot of work in youth organisations and schools, which is such an honour, helping young people understand their mental health and sharing tools they can use to improve how they think and how they see the world. With 75% of all mental health conditions beginning before the age of 18, it's vitally important to equip our young people with preventative knowledge, understanding and skills. But what I've increasingly noticed is how much our teachers are impacted by stress and by mental health challenges. So I decided to look into this. So today's topic is focusing on teachers' mental health. So that's why we've got lots of good music. With uh, It's about school and about homework and about class and about the old schoolyard coming up <laughs> as well. Um, and if you're a teacher youth worker or you know someone who is, please stay with us for the next hour through to two o'clock for some insights and helpful information. Today on Telling Your Story.
brilliant bit of music there. Super Tramp with School. So you are listening to Telling Your Story. My name is Joy Mitchell and today we are talking about teachers' mental health and well-being. It was Children's Mental Health Week 2024 between the 4th and 11th of February. But we don't actually have a week about the teachers who work with our children and young people. So I thought I would at the very least do a show about it. Because the mental health and well-being of our qualified primary and secondary school teachers can influence the mental health and well-being of their students, as well as educational outcomes. However, the teaching profession is commonly reported to be one of the most stressful occupations. In the UK, people working in the education sector report statistically significantly higher levels of work-related stress and lower well-being than the average across all industries. So why is this important? Well, teachers' mental health and well-being is important for the social and emotional well-being of their pupils. Yet, um, as I said, the teaching profession is commonly reported as one of the most stressful. Uh, High levels of work-related stress are linked with a range of physical and mental health problems as well. So this is impacting on, um, you know, the people who work in schools, whether teachers or, or support staff. Mental health and well-being at work is influenced by the relationship between the individual, the nature of their work and their work environment. And work environments that place high demands on individuals Without enough control and support to meet these demands, pose risks for mental health and well-being for for everyone involved. Here in Scotland, a significant proportion of teaching staff responding to work-related surveys over the past few years reported feeling stressed. Workload pressure such as administrative paperwork, lack of non-contact time for class preparation and challenging pupil behaviour are reported as the main drivers of work-related stress by teachers who responded to the surveys. And some of that we can maybe do something about quite, quite easily, really, and others we most certainly can't. It's certainly not down to the teachers themselves to to make the changes around them in their, their, their workload and their environment. High levels of work-related stress are associated with a range of physical problems and health conditions, including an increased incidence of cardiovascular disease and psychological issues such as depression, as well as increased rates of absenteeism. So we can start to see how that downward spiral is happening. Across the UK, work-related stress, depression or anxiety accounted for more than half, actually 54% of the working days lost in 2018-19. Long-term exposure to work-related stressors can lead to burnout, which is characterised by emotional exhaustion, feelings of detachment or depersonalization. Cynical attitudes towards an individual's own job and a keen sense of professional inefficacy, being personal accomplishment. Burnout has been linked with physical health issues such as high blood pressure and other cardiovascular diseases, as well as mental health problems such as anxiety and and various other mental health conditions and related issues. 
In addition, burnout is associated with uh, staff turnover. So where we see that there is perhaps a lack of um, teachers in a school, then it's potentially to do with that kind of flow of staff turnover and new teachers coming on board. Those who continue to work in the same environment, despite experiencing burnout, perform less in their, well in their role and have lower job satisfaction and commitment. Clearly, this is a serious issue for individuals in the profession and also for our education system as a whole. And we'll be exploring this a bit further and also looking at ways to support teachers after some more music. Oh, goodness, what will we have this time? How about a bit of uh, Cat Stevens with Remember the Days of the Old School Yard? Remember the days of the old school yard We used to laugh a lot Halfway from Stonewall to Bankhead and across the southeast of Glasgow. This is Cam Glen Radio 107.9 FM, your local station. Telling your story on Cam Glen Radio. Ah, a nice bit of Cat Stevens there. I remember the days of the old school yard. 
yeah, you're listening to me, Joy Mitchell, on Cam Glen Radio. And on Telling Your Story today, we are acknowledging and exploring teachers' mental health. And the survey suggests that between 44% and 60% of teachers frequently feel stressed in their job role. However, according to the organisation Mental Health UK, there's a mental health crisis facing the education sector as a whole. Over the past few years, teachers, team leaders and support staff have seen unprecedented levels of change in their workloads. From pivoting lesson plans for online delivery during the pandemic, creating support packages to help students learn remotely, to the more recent cost of living crisis and budget cuts to the sector. Well, it's no surprise that education staff are recording persistent higher levels of stress in their roles. There are calls for the sector to evaluate their support mechanisms for staff and provide a psychologically safe space for staff to feel valued and supported to bring their whole selves to work. The organisation Education Support publish an annual Teacher Wellbeing Index. Their seventh annual survey uh, to the end of March 23 uh, looked at over 3,004 education staff. And it shows that well-being in the sector is poor and continues to decline. Senior leaders remain at particular risk and there's also been a significant decline in the overall well-being of classroom teachers. Key findings include 78% of all education staff are stressed, and that's a 3% increase on 2022. 89% of all senior leaders, rising to 95% among head teachers, and 78% of school teachers reported feeling stressed. Uh, which is a 6% increase on 2022 and the highest of all job roles in the education sector. 36% of school teachers reported experiencing burnout and that's a 9% increase on 2022. 51% of staff experience insomnia or difficulty sleeping and that's a 6% increase on 2022. Well, Sinead McBrearty, Chief Executive Education Support, commented, These are not findings that anyone wants to see. Our education workforce is stressed and unhappy at work. Such high levels of burnout, overwork and loneliness will not lead to a world-class education system, she says. Working in schools and colleges is unsustainably demanding and not improved by the level of mistrust the profession has in the inspection process. She continues, children and young people need to be surrounded by energised and committed teachers to give them the best chances in life. Instead, the reality of working life and education is causing talented educators to leave the profession in their droves. We can and must do better. Well, saying it like it is there, Sinead McBearty, Chief Executive of Education Support. Um, We're going to look a little bit more about what perhaps can be done to to help this situation. We'll, We'll have a little bit more music first, which is... Johnny Taylor and take care of your homework. Ah! 
Telling your story with Joy Mitchell. Well, coming up on half past one here on Telling Your Story on Cam Glen Radio, and today we're talking about teachers' mental health. Now, we we heard from uh, the chief executive of education support there, who says we can and must do better. And education support also make some recommendations to UK education departments. So here, here are a few of them. All education departments must develop a coherent strategy to improve the well-being of the education workforce. Suicide prevention must be prioritised. It is time to overhaul the inspection system. We must invest in soft leadership skills. We need a funding settlement that matches current levels of demand on schools and colleges. The wider ecosystem of public services must also be properly funded and a review of training frameworks to reflect the current reality of educators' lives and embed mental health and well-being. So those are recommendations from the organisation called Education Support who um, do surveys every year with, with teachers and teaching staff. And uh, this is the, the current recommendations. Meanwhile... How can teachers support their own mental health and well-being? Well, stay tuned for some advice from the Mental Health Foundation. But we've got a bit more music before we before we uh, look at that. And uh, this is the class by um, from Chubby Checker. Here comes the teacher now. <laughs> All right, class, let's all be seated. I'm the music teacher, Dig. That's who I am. I want to know if all you cats and kittens did your homework on Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah, I did. Solid. Let's hear your homework there, my man, Fats. Mary had a little lamb. His fleece was white as snow. In everywhere that Mary went, that crazy lamb would go. Fats, that's tough. Now let's hear you closer do your stuff. Science, 
everybody cut loose, session's through. I'm strolling down to the kindergarten to check what the little cats can do. You ready, Ricky? Okay. Frankie? <laughs> Fabian? Fabian? The mama pajama rolled out of bed and she ran to the police station. When the papa found out, he began to shout and he started the investigation. It's against the law. It was against the law. Or what the mama saw. It was against the law. And the mama looked down and spit on the ground every time my name gets mentioned. The papa said, Oh, if I get that boy, I'm gonna stick him in the house of detention. Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose and the Queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Take me away, but the press let the story leak Now when the radical priest come to get me released We's all on the current news week And I'm on my way I don't know where I'm going I'm on my way I'm taking my time, but I don't know where Goodbye to Rose, the queen of Corona See me and Julio down by the schoolyard See you, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See you, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. to telling your story today we are talking about teachers mental health and I, I did say earlier the, the music is on a kind of tenuous theme of school days and lessons and um, uh, subjects and, and, and so on that was Paul Simon with me and Julio down by the school yard and before that was Chubby Checker with The Class well we're going to have a look at uh, things that we can do and that teachers can do to perhaps 
take care of themselves, a bit of self-care and looking after their, their own mental health. So I looked at the Mental Health Foundation website, who've got loads of really amazing stuff there that's uh, useful in all sorts of situations. And they provide the following advice. So we'll have a look at the first half. We'll have some more music. Have a look at the second half. And then Brenda will be joining us with... Uh, uh, a bit of a chat and some quotes about teachers. So, uh, tip number one, plan in time for the things that help you. Think about what helps lift your mood and gets you through stress and plan extra time to do that. And whether that's exercise, safe face-to-face or virtual time with friends or protected time with family, Try not to let these things go or sacrifice them. They're important. Keep up with the basics. Try and keep the basics going as much as you can. Eating as well as you can, getting enough sleep and watching your caffeine and alcohol intake. Give yourself small rewards. Share how you're feeling with people you trust. Identify a group of people you can be honest and open with about your feelings whether that's partners, friends, close colleagues, maybe a peer support group in the school, they will want to help. And mixing the group up means you can ask different people for different things and share how you're feeling with your manager. If you can have a conversation with your manager or senior team about your worries, it might help them to understand and be part of your support team. You may well find that they're feeling the same, actually. If you can encourage the staff team to adopt the same messages or nurturing and reconnection that you'll be doing with students, it can really help. These lessons around self-care and resilience apply no matter what age you are, no matter what profession you're in. But they can particularly help if you're in a high-stress work environment with high workloads. And as we've seen with some of the statistics that we, we looked at before that music, uh, teaching and the education system as a whole is a high-stress environment. Well, Mental Health Foundation provide a little bit more advice. But before we go to that, we're going to have Level 42... And lessons in love. Days 
to the Cam Glen Express every Friday night showcasing music from every continent around the world and beyond Fridays from 8pm on 107.9 FM Cam Glen Radio It's out there Yeah, that was a trail for Stephen Payton's uh, Cam Glen Express show every Friday uh, evening tune in it's, it's uh, wonderful stuff all sorts of really good stuff in Cam Glen Radio I mean Sunday's no exception of course uh, you have Jim Crawford um, followed by Roz and then it's telling your story and later on today we're going to have uh, Frank in with Hot Wax which is music of the 60s and 70s it's always good stuff well, it's uh, ooh, nearly quarter to two, actually. So we've, we've got time to um, talk a little bit more about the advice provided by Mental Health Foundation, uh, another bit of music, and then we're going to have a chat with Brenda. Brenda's been doing some research on, on quotes that appreciate teachers. And if we've got time, we might, we might have a quick chat about our memories of school as well. Uh, we're just doing that off air. And uh, yes, it's... Maybe some interesting perspectives there. Um, but first, yes, let's have a look at these four other top tips for teachers uh, looking after their own mental health, provided by the Mental Health Foundation. Keep things in perspective. Remember, this is a period of adjustment for, for everyone, this kind of post-pandemic. Um, and we're, we're all trying to adjust, uh, teachers um, and students no less uh, you aren't a superhero you are one single professional in an unprecedented period of change 
The rules will change and the school community will learn and adapt. But only you can control the circumstances in your classroom and in your life today. Also, it helps to find small moments for yourself. Take a sort of 30-second holiday or a one-minute holiday uh, where you can throughout the day. Try to keep in touch with how you feel and what, if anything, is a, a particular issue for you. Try and find a distraction technique to get you through difficult times. Now, that might be headphones on the way in or a podcast in the car or maybe even just five minutes of peace at lunch or break to do a meditation track or... Have a moment of fresh air. Walk around the building if you can. Uh, Or maybe just um, close the door and close your eyes for a few minutes. Uh, Approach others with kindness and an open mind. Don't judge others' reactions too harshly. People have their own reasons, motivations and fears to contend with that we're not aware of. Everyone's having a tough time. Note things that you're grateful for. Keep a note of things you're grateful for and things you've learned each day. You do this job of being an educator for a reason and why teaching and working with young people is so appealing may be even more important now, even though the challenges are tough. Well, I think what we'll what we'll do is uh, we'll go to Brenda now. Brenda's got some, as I say, some uh, excellent quotes about appreciating our teachers. So we'll hear a few of them, have some more music, and then maybe go back to Brenda for more quotes or or chat. So Brenda, you <laughs> you're part of our team today, aren't you? I am. Yes. Yeah, good to be with you again. And it's lovely to see you again. <laughs> yep. So it's always it's always great seeing your smiling face when I arrive, and you do always <laughs> arrive before I do. <laughs> Partly because you're always early and I'm always late. Oh, oh, oh. You've got a good routine. <laughs> yeah, it seems to work somewhere. There's a balance in there. It does. Um, you've very kindly been doing some research uh, with some. For some quotes, really, about um, teachers and the teaching profession and so on. So what what did you come up with? Right. This one um, is quite good, I think. A good education can change anyone. A good teacher can change everything. Oh, wow. That's powerful. I think that one. And this is for parents, actually. I think this one more than the teacher in this one. Mm -hmm. Don't teach. Don't just teach your children to read. Teach them to question. Mm. What they read, teach them to question everything. So it's good that children should uh, listen to that, I think. And then yeah. another one was a, a teacher's job is to take a bunch of live wires <laughs> and see what they are, see that they are well grounded. So there's some Oh, nice, nice. Yes. Physics teacher there, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and teaching is more than imparting knowledge. It is an inspiring change. Because you have oh to change a lot of a lot of uh, minds out there, I think, uh, because uh, mm-hmm. you've got to channel them in the right ways. That this is thing, and it can, when you've got a large class and you're looking at uh, Tom and Bill and Mary and that, and then you've got to see where you can see their um, their uh, attributes and where they c- you can actually just nurture them through those a bit. Because some children aren't. Aren't uh, thing aren't just for education. Some are for sports. Some are for different things. So I think a teacher's job is uh, very difficult to spot, though, especially in these days. 
um, the larger classes and things, they've got a job, haven't they? You can see yeah. why they get so stressed. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I was When I was doing this uh, research, kind of looked back. I will maybe have a chat about when we were at school as well. But even before that, there was, there was this photo of um, a kind of classic, you know, primary school class. Uh, probably from about 100 years ago. And it was, I think it was in Glasgow. It was certainly in Scotland. And there were 60 children in that class one teacher yeah. <laughs> yeah so when we talk about classes being bigger now it depends what you're comparing with really yeah, i mean no, i think yeah, i didn't realize that yeah, yeah yeah i mean i think there 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 was a time when there was an attempt to try and keep classes of under 20 under 17 mm. or so you know uh, children uh, i don't think that was sustainable in all sorts of ways mm. um but yeah, yeah. I mean, we we can't necessarily control the education system, yeah. but uh, we th- can I certainly think, support yeah. teachers. Discipline, isn't it? Discipline is, uh, I think, has we've lost a mm. bit. Of, I mean, uh, like I said to you, when I was at school, there was a couple of teachers. Oh, I didn't want to meet them in the corridor, because if I was out of line, then I knew uh, I had trouble. Mm. Or I was going to the headmaster in those days. The headmaster, not yeah. head teachers. So yeah. yes, we did have a little bit of uh, more discipline. I think now they can be really uncontrollable some children in the class they yeah. must, the teachers must battle yeah i mean certainly when i mean part of the work i do is um is working in schools and i co-deliver with teachers to a uh, you know groups of um young people in secondary schools sometimes it's um single classes so maybe you do have about 20 or so in front of you other times it's in the assembly hall and there's 60 of them <laughs> which yeah. is a uh, uh, very different <laughs> and you know I mean there's, a, there's a, I suppose a few things I, I, I've noticed that um, I, I would say I mean even going back a couple of weeks when, when I was uh, in a particular school I, I'm not going to say where it was but uh, it was out, it was out with uh, South Lanarkshire and Glasgow anyway um, and what we were doing was six sessions in the assembly hall we were reaching 360 S2s so basically, we're reaching everybody in S two. So they were all kind of getting the same message at the at the time, and it was about resilience. But we were doing this uh, across five groups, so there were up to sixty at a time. And um, what what I noticed was that behaviour changed depending on the time of day. So there were some sessions. Where there was no bother at all. Everybody listened, everybody participated, everyone, you know, put their hand up to speak and so on. And there were other times, uh, so at the end of the day or maybe just post-lunch, it was very different. Yeah. And, you know, maybe half half the group. Um, you could see it starting to build. You know, one or two would, uh, you know, start uh, playing up. And then other children would join them and then others and others and the the class would be divided and half that group would be sitting there desperately wanting to hear what what we were saying Mm. um and couldn't because uh the other half were were not wanting to hear it Mm. and and, you know that got me thinking i think there's all, all sorts of uh reasons for it i mean certainly just post lunch well, what are people eating these days? Yeah, you know, I mean, what are we putting in food? If indeed it is 
<laughs> food. <laughs> food, uh, not nutrition. No, you can see no. that. When you see the youngsters work, walking up, you know, we live in Burnside, and you, and you, uh, and you uh, see the ch- school children, chips. <laughs> that's big on on the menu there yeah. with the chip shops, and that have got queues. But that, I mean, that's yeah. not nutrition these days. It's like. Come on, guys. Let's let's yeah. go with something a little bit more healthy if you can, or chocolate, no chocolate, and all that. So. Well, exactly. And I yeah. think I mean chips. At least at least chips are a whole food. You yeah. know, they're greasy, but they are a whole food. You don't have the additives that you get yeah. and all the the sweets and the juice and so, everything yeah. that they're, um, you know, that they're taking. And and I do see the difference in the behaviour. And I yeah, I, I you know, as much as I'm not doing this as a you know objective. Um, observer or doing it as research, I, I just I notice this every time. I yeah. notice it every time, and I can't help thinking this is something to do with nutrition. This is impacting on behaviour, and it could well be that if we, as you say, you know, move to a sort of healthier yeah. diet at lunch times and school dinners or or, or whatever, perhaps the behaviour would be yeah. a little more attentive. Yeah, because when I was at school, it was school dinners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum paid for school dinners and you knew you got <laughs> mashed potato gravy greens that you didn't like cabbage <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's uh you did get a nutrition and i think they don't yeah. get that now and then yeah. after school they go also again mm. go and pick up something that's all sugary and uh, mm. yeah not uh, not on the good side if they've still got their yeah. money left yeah oh absolutely i mean just thinking about when you were <coughs> saying sugar there I, it is it's about these a processed food that i think is the problem because i do remember those school dinners with the mince and the gravy and all of that and then you're looking forward to pudding yeah. or not in the, case, <laughs> <laughs> the case may be but do you remember fly cemetery yes fly cemetery and custard custard so yeah. you had you know relatively healthy yeah. you know it was it was Probably cooked on site. It was all these dried fruit, which yeah. obviously were the flies. Um, and the custard was out of packet. It wasn't no, custard no, powder. It was, it was <clears throat> real egg custard. And I used to love it. In fact, mm. I can taste it right now <laughs> when I think of it. We had frog spawn. <laughs> Do you remember frog spawn? It was tapioca. Oh, gosh, <laughs> And yes. you had a proper jam in there. And you used to stir the jam into it and things yeah. like that. Gyp- gypsy tart. That was the one <laughs> I loved. I still, to this day, yeah. like you love gypsy tart. Yeah. Oh, all sorts of good stuff. And, yeah. and no additives, maybe a little bit of sugar, maybe, mm. but no, not, not nothing made in a lab. Mm. You know, it wasn't a science experiment. No. Ah, oh, goodness. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just uh, talking about uh, having these uh, 60 young people in front of me with uh, some of them listening and seeing the lights come on about resilience and mental health and so on. It's really quite... Quite amazing. But we, we were thinking, I, well, some of the research I was doing kind of went back and I mentioned uh, about a photo I saw from about 100 years ago at school yeah. in Glasgow. One teacher and there were 60 pupils yeah. in that class. Yeah. And I, I have to assume that, that teacher didn't have to worry about their, their well-being or no. naughty children or anything like that. Everybody looked engaged yeah. and... Um, yeah, I, I think, I we're think not children that were more willing, weren't they? Because they, 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 they weren't well fed in those days. I mm. thought it was like potatoes or soup or something. So, mm. But uh, I don't know. They seem yeah. to be a different sort of maybe mindset on that. I don't know. Yeah, and I think, you know, I mean, it could be that young people's um, 
sort of assumptions have changed about about education. You know, it's it's something we we take for granted now because everybody yeah gets to go to school. Yeah, and I don't think that was always the case. Mm-hmm. Um, so we maybe take it for granted. And I think also parents. Um, sort of assumptions about school and where the discipline lies and yeah. you know who's responsible for what I think that's changed as well but um, yeah meanwhile we can support our teachers yes because, we must because we need yeah. them yes I mean that is a mm. an outlet we need for the future because what are our youngsters going to do in the future it's Ab- not look on their phones all day well <laughs> yes ab- absolutely I mean um, I'm of an age I think when I was in secondary school studying French and the year I left was the the year they brought in uh, what they called the language labs. So before the language labs, we we learned by reading and speaking and, you know, uh, but the language labs were you were you were listening to pre-recordings rather than having conversations and. I don't know. It was a change. I, I can't say anything was better or worse, but it was definitely a change. And I also remember um, being allowed to use calculators and exams came in about a year after I left. Mm. That's mind blowing to me. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of being allowed to use a calculator rather than you have to work it down down the brain. margin, didn't you? You had to show your workings when you were doing maths or anything down the margin because exactly. they wanted to see how you got to that answer as well. Yeah, because yeah. it mean, wasn't just about getting it right. It yeah. was about understanding yeah. and about being able to yeah. to to think and have critical thinking and logical approaches to things as well, rather than just say, are you right or wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah, very and different. Spelling. Spelling's not mm. good these days, I don't think. Nope. Nope. The books, I don't know how he's going to write a book. Because it's going to be very bad spelling. So there's going to have to be a good proofreader in there because the children can't spell. I, y- 14 you know year olds can't spell these days. I've no. noticed that. No. Yeah. And adults as well. I mean, there's a lot of research done that shows that um, the literacy level of adults on, on average mm. um, is a, no more than about age 14. Yeah. So. Yeah, and, and sometimes I find myself, you know, putting in a comma before an S where it shouldn't yeah. be. And that kind of thing <laughs> used to annoy me. And now I'm finding I'm doing it. However, however, we however. are nearly at the top of the hour. Yeah. And uh, we had a really good chat there. That was good. We must do the same next time uh, we are both on, which I think will probably be in about two Two to three weeks' time. But meanwhile, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Brenda, for your research and for being a fab BA today. And uh, thank you to our teachers and education staff. You do a grand job where you can. Um, And uh, I I hope to continue working alongside you um, as the years go past. So what are we going to finish with today? Oh, I think we're going to have Backman Turner Overdrive with... Taking care of business. Bye.